Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Uh, two years after the pandemic began, we're really just starting to see how much students are struggling with their education. A recent uh, study out of Australia uh, showed that students are falling far behind, particularly in writing. Uh, some are being categorized as illiterate. And it's not just a problem in Australia. It's a problem everywhere, including here in the United States. How do we get here? How do we get out of here uh, is really the question. And really pleased to have Michael Conley joining us today. He's the founder and principal of Inkling Communications. Uh, Inkling is a writing, coaching, strategic communication firms uh, out of uh, Falls Church, Virginia. Uh, and Michael just happens to be the best writer I've ever met uh, and that I know and that lives in our, our nation's capital. Uh, Michael, thanks for joining us today. Uh, thank you, uh, boy. It's great to be with you. And uh, let's start with just kind of what we're what we're seeing and what we're sensing. Tell us just a little bit about the Australian study, and then what you sense here in the United States. Sure, it's a shocking report um, released by the Australia uh, Education Research Organization. Um, they reviewed about ten million writing assessments, um, like in the United States, like every country. Um, Australia assesses their students in math, reading, writing. Um, science, uh, civics, all kinds of things. Um, and what they found is that between 2011 and uh, 2018, uh, writing skills collapsed. Uh, high schoolers are writing like middle schoolers and punctuating like third graders. Mm. Um, it's, a real, it's a real problem. And, and importantly, per what you said earlier, um, this is all data from before COVID. So this is all before any learning loss has been accounted for. Um, and I think we're seeing similar kind of things uh, in the United States. The closest thing we have, um, of course, is the National Assessment of Educational Progress, the NEAP, um, what we call the nation's report card. The last time we did a writing assessment uh, was in 2017, uh, but the results were never released. And the speculation is that they were not released because the scores were so bad. Uh, and they think it may have had something to do or they need to test to see if it had something to do with the methodology. But really, we haven't tested the nation's writing since 2011. Mm. Um, and there's no reason to think that it's gotten better. I know you have been in positions where you've had to hire people, you've had to look at resumes and writing samples. And it's just, it's just a fact of the matter that this is not becoming a lost art. It's becoming a, a, an ignored uh, science. It's, a, it's an important factor it's of anybody's education. And it's really being neglected by uh, schools around the world. Yeah, I, I, that's such a uh, not surprising and uh, really worrisome uh, thing. I, I'm one of those who believes that uh, you don't know what you really think until you're actually forced to put it on paper or to put it on a screen uh, and really write it out. And uh, it seems like we're, we're losing that. You mentioned uh, just those, you know, even those coming out of college, uh, some of the, the just the emails or just the correspondence that you get, you think, wow, do you? Can you put that sentence together <laughs> in a way that can be influential? And, and we know that writing has a big impact uh, in terms of being effective in your job, in your community, uh, even within family. Absolutely. It's, this is how you know, we communicate over distance. Um, almost everybody, one way or another, um, except for a handful of, of professions, is really at the bottom a professional writer. If you're a salesman, yeah, you do a lot of work on your phone. Um, you know, you do a lot of work in, in, in face-to-face meetings, but eventually you have to write reports. You're going to have to, to, to tell people what you're doing in emails and, and, and formal letters. Um, certainly that's the case for any kind of analytical work. 
Um, it's the kind of work you have to do in any kind of academic work. Um, and, you know, recent studies have been done about the trying to actually quantify the value of, of, of good writing in the business world. Yeah. And uh, studies have found that uh, clunky writing in a business um, in a business model, a business plan, will increase the cost of equity. It'll increase mm-hmm. the cost, you know, interest rates that you get. It yeah. makes it harder to uh, to get to find investors. Um, and you know, I think one of the one of the most important things about this is that writing is really hard. <laughs> People understand <laughs> like, how did this happen? It's really easy. <laughs> writing is really hard. It's really time intensive. It's really um, difficult to learn. It's not a natural thing like speaking and listening. We're made to talk and to listen to each other. We're not really made for reading and writing. It has to be something that we spend a lot of time learning how to do. And, you know, if you're a conservative and you criticize the schools for not emphasizing the basics or you're a liberal who says, oh, just teaching to the test, whatever you think the explanation is, the fact of the matter is that we're just not spending the time that needs to be spent teaching kids um, how to write anymore. And that goes through the lower levels, through, through intermediate um, and college. Yeah. And it, it is uh, one of those, uh, everyone says, well, how do you become a great writer? It's like, yeah, just, you know, cut your finger and just bleed a little and just, <laughs> it's, right, that's right. it's a slow thing. And, and, and everybody, uh, everybody wants to be an author, but nobody wants to write a book because <laughs> it's, because <laughs> it's super hard. Uh, so, so where do we go from here? Tell us some of the things that you're doing, some of the things that you're offering, uh, that can help parents and kids and all of us really kind of figure out where are we, with our writing and what do we do to get better? Sure. I think the biggest thing, you know, like with anything else, the only way to write well is to write poorly. You've Mm got to make mistakes and learn from your mistakes. Um, I think what we see in our, in our culture today is a lot of people, because we don't write in our free time, we don't write letters anymore. We don't, we just don't write the way people did a hundred or 50 years ago. We're out of practice. We're not very good at it. And everybody's kind of a little bit ashamed to admit it. Um, you know, and one of the most important findings I thought really interesting finding from the Australian study was that half of the teachers said that they don't feel like they have sufficient command of writing to teach it. So this is a problem that's, that's going to compound over time as each generation cycles through. So what do we do? Um, listen, you got to write and you got to read the most important thing. I think one of the most um, the inflection point, the real, the real important date in the history of, of, of the decline of writing across the West is June 29th, 2007. Uh, and that's the day that Apple introduced the iPhone. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, listen, I got nothing against smartphones. I'm talking to you on one right now. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is that if kids spend all their time working you know, with, with the emojis and the text speak and not actually forming full ideas, and organizing uh, sentences and paragraphs, I talk to teachers a lot of times, a lot, and and they say that it is now standard operating procedure for students to hand in essays, academic essays for school work, for school credit, uh, with with text speak and the abbreviations. They don't know how to punctuate the little, the little, you know, hashtags and the winks and everything. They don't, and and we can laugh and be old fuddy-duddies and, you know, say, oh, kids today, they haven't been taught, and it's yeah. really, really hard. Yeah. Like, so we've got to get, we've got to spend the time. And I think, I think it's unrealistic to expect a, a quick turnaround in the schools. So I really think um, it's got to be parents working with their kids, um, looking for opportunities. Have them write. Have them, you know, write up what they saw in the sports game they saw last night. Write up what they see in the jazz game. Write a news story. Write yeah. a write a political article. Whatever they're interested in, 
have them right. Um, I think that's the most important thing. That's really what I try to work with, with, with whether it's my students that I work with um, who are still in school uh, or professional environments when I do uh, training and coaching. Skip the part where you have to learn how to analyze things and let's just start writing about things that you do understand. Mm. Because once you learn this skill, then you can start applying it to other things. Yeah. Um, I think content is really, really important, but we've got to start somewhere. And I think if, if, if you're a baseball fan, have your kids write about baseball. If your kids like movies, have them write about movies. If they like video games. I don't think that's a great yeah. way to spend your time, but, <laughs> right? but have them write about video games. Yeah. You can write about anything um, uh. and have them learn how to organize sentences and paragraphs and, uh, and, 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 and arguments. Yeah, so, so important. Michael Conley is the founder and principal of Inkling Communications, uh, such an important factor. Uh, I will take a great writer six ways to Sunday in any job. I don't care what it is because if you know how to write, you actually know how to think, and it actually makes you more powerful, more influential. Uh, it's a critical thing we've got to get back. We'll come back to this conversation a little later on. Uh, stick around. We'll be right back after bottom of the hour news.